Yo, what's up, everybody? It's the uh, Iggy's Live My Podcast. Um, I had to check in. I hadn't really checked in in a while uh, as far as the extras. And so I'm hollering at y'all real quick. Um, hope everybody's doing good. Hope everybody's having a good start of the summer. Um, hope everybody kind of, you know, doing anything. I guess the world, quote unquote, is opening back up, even though. I ain't really stopped doing what I was doing, but, uh, <clears throat> so I hope people are out doing that, doing their thing there. Uh, I want to hop in here, uh, cause I, uh, wanted to use this platform to speak on this a little bit. I know I got some local listeners, uh, and people that don't listen locally, but if you don't listen locally, you can kind of get a spill on some shit that's going on here. Um, so yesterday was, uh, the first time I went to, is that the first time I went to the city council meeting? I think it is the first time I went to a city council meeting. Um, and I went, uh, um, in support of not only, uh, a homie, but, uh, a local business owner here. Uh, actually not even local. She's locally here, but her brand is worldwide. You know what I'm saying? She made the Forbes last year, uh, the Forbes under 25, was it under 20, 25, under 25? She, she's, you know, you can go look that up. She's there. Um, uh, Adrian Cooper, uh, owner of Moonlight Roller. And I kind of mentioned him before <clears throat> on the podcast, but yeah, she's, she's a local business owner. Uh, also a veteran. She served in the Navy, um, which I found out on the, on the podcast before, but, um, but yeah, so I went in support with her. Uh, and some some of uh, some of her friends and some local activists um, to go speak on her behalf at the city council, and um, and it was in regards to uh, the previous week, uh, which you know. So the pre I'll just give you the story. So the previous week, um, she was stopped, and uh, guy was behind her. Blowing, blowing, uh, being aggressive driving, right? And there's a speed limit. She's in the, she's in her neighborhood, by the way. Like, she lives, like, 10 minutes away from when this happened. And so uh, she gets out the car. Like, it's, it's, you know, traffic's not really moving. So she gets out the car to get his license plate. <clears throat> and she's far away enough from the car, right? So she didn't get any really close. So she... She's far away enough from the car. And um, and then she's also got a passenger with her who's filming the whole thing. This guy pulls his gun out and flashes it to the girl that's filming across, like in the car. And then, you know, shows it to Adrian. <clears throat> and um, he dri- obviously he drives off incident. Uh, like, you know, he threatens her with the gun, which is wild to me, right? You cannot do shit like that. <clears throat> so, uh, uh, he drives off. She calls, she goes home first, right? She goes home first, calls the non-emergency line, and um, says says the police took 20 minutes to get there, right? So this guy could have circled her back around, you know what I'm saying? You never know these motherfuckers, but uh, cop gets there 20 minutes. He's pretty much a dickhead to her when he gets there. 
<clears throat> she gives her the whole story. She gives him the whole story. He's got a partner. There's two cops there. I guess there's a lead guy. And, uh, uh, she, like, she gives him the whole story of what happened, shows him the picture, shows him the identification, all of that, right? So this guy, after getting the whole story, he hits her with a, you know, a smart-ass comment. It's like, well, did you not feel safe enough to call 911 on scene? Or or were you safe enough to not call 911 on scene? Something of that regard. <clears throat> and that is not a question that you ask somebody that has just got a gun pulled on them, especially a woman who you see with her kid and another woman. Like, I don't know. That's just not as a police. You know, your job is not only to solve the case, but it's also to be a uh, uh, a, a servant of that citizen. So you shouldn't be coming with no attitude like this is um, interrupting my day that I got to come answer this call. You're a fucking cop. That's what you do. You answer calls. Um, so <clears throat> uh, anyways, so um, Adrian posts about it on Facebook. And so and she calls out the cop. Says he was rude. She also posts who like a picture of anybody knows who this guy is. Like what she got a pretty big following. This this is why I know like I feel like they know who she is, and this is why it's getting played like this. Cause ain't no way she putting on for the city like this in magazines, doing interviews, all this stuff. And and y'all don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh anyways. So she asked for the body cam. Her and her lawyer asked for the body cam. Police say no. They're not going to give it to her. Uh, they've got a review. I don't know if they got a review it or what. I don't know the laws behind that. They may have some kind of protocol where they don't release body cam initially to the to the to the um, to whoever uh, until they have to look at it first, which is whatever. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't have an actual definition to that. I would like to speak to a police officer, but I actually might get my dad on here to talk about this a little bit. But um, anyways, <clears throat> so later that night, this is like a whole day later, by the way. So they, she was she called them, asked, gave them the information the night of. So this whole following day is when this Facebook post happened. All that. So this is a whole day later, right? The end of that day. They posted now. They they posted the body cam, right? Now I, I don't know. They if if y'all have ever seen this, but I've never seen the police post body cam of just a regular non-emergency call. Now you get me? They posting this on there on. They never do this. Like you can go down to Chattanooga Police Department, and it's like memes, and it's like you know them taking pictures with the community and shit. It's like, they not putting out body cam footage on just regular stops. You feel me? This was even a traffic stop of something that happened that got complained about or questionable. This was a non-emergency call. So this lets me know that they know who she is, bro. And they seeing the reaction, right? And so, uh, so they post a video, right, of this dude on body cam and, and talking to her. Now, mind you, she's not blotched out. You can see her, right? You can see her, but not only can you see her, you can see her co-worker. She's not blotched out. Her husband who walks in seeing her address, the whole house. Address is on the mailbox when they walk by. It's not blotched out. But they made sure to bleep out her cussing. 
You feel me? So they made sure to enunciate that she was cussing out this police officer and bleep that out. So people can know that she was cussing. You feel me? Like, we go, it doesn't matter if you're cussing or not. Why is that? I understand why it's blotched out for editing, but why is that made sure to be blotched out? But protecting this victim is not. So now her address is up. She's getting death threats because the police department made a comment and niggas are hopping in her DM talking about shut the fuck up, nigger. She's posted showing me, right? So you got these races in the comments saying she's overreacting. Uh, seems like she's a bit dramatic. Like she just had a gun put on her, my nigga. What are you talking about? She's got a family, kid, who whose birthday was like five days before this happened, right? So, anyways, uh, so she 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 uh, so they post that, right? So they post a body cam. Not only do they fucking post a body cam, right, of that. They get in the comments and post only the picture of this man pulling a gun of his face. Now, they have the full car. They have the license plate picture. She showed me all the pictures that she gave them. License plate picture, the face of him, the car she got. You know what I'm saying? It was like four or five pictures that she had on her post alone. No telling how many she got. Her friend got on the phone, all of that. Right. So, So they have the information. They had it since the night before when she gave it to him. They posted it in the comments talking about if anyone knows this man, contact us and let us know. That is that is the most offensive shit. That's so disrespectful that they we're that dumb. And y'all motherfuckers fall for it. He, they are policing through the social. Clearly, they are changing. They're trying to create a narrative that they're doing all they can for this woman. And she's complaining being a... Uh, 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 you know, she's complaining at the police, like, and making her to making her the bad guy because it's her against the police. It's not her against the fucking police. It's her wanting <laughs> a fair treatment, at least okay treatment when on scene after a man pulls a gun on her. But not only that, but actually go take care of the guy that pulled the gun. It's not even about him no more. You feel me? Now you posted it. You put it on all that shit. Now it's turning into her versus the police, right? This man pulled a weapon on her in the middle of the street. She could not be here. She could have got killed. Why would that take something like that? Now, imagine if she got killed, bro. They will be talking about all this great shit she did in the community. They would be talking about her Black Lives Matter. All that bullshit would be all over the fucking media if she got killed. But she didn't. She's here to speak on it. And this is how it's getting treated. It's like trash, bro. It's ridiculous. So they put the picture up of this man, and um, then people fall in the comments. Oh, I got his information on DM. I got his address. <clears throat> so I'm like looking at this shit, right? And of course, I'm talking. She she hit me up a couple times throughout the week. Like this is some traumatic shit. You know what I'm saying? Like some shit that really caused PTSD. So uh, this is traumatic, bro. And not only that she has to deal with that, that she could have easily got killed last week, but also she got to deal with the fact that all this attention now on it because these motherfuckers, this is not the first time people have complained about the police, let alone on social media. Why all of all of a sudden is this the one y'all want to attack and make sure you defend? Y'all defending this dude. Y'all defending, the, y'all defending the person that pulled the gun and y'all defending the cop. Y'all had to make sure your name was clean on the cop. Oh, he wasn't really rude. Yes, the fuck he was rude. 
He was very fucking rude. Now, that's an easy complaint. That's not something to fucking feel like I got to defend. Y'all got some assholes on the force. I know that's not the first time a police, apart- police officer has been complained about. He didn't give a card out. Like, he never gave her a business card number. So he pretty much felt like that was a waste of his time. That, that was an indication to me. He felt like he was coming and she wasted his time. Why didn't you call 911 so I didn't have to come on this call? Or we're right in the area and he would have had, like, it was an emergency. That wasn't, you must have felt safe. And he wrote that in his affidavit. So now, not only that, because it's on camera that she never said, I felt safe. He asked her, she said no. He wrote that in the affidavit. So now they can charge this man that pulled a weapon on her with a low manslaughter. Or not a uh, low manslaughter, not misdemeanor manslaughter. I'm tripping. Misdemeanor, right? So it changes the whole law and makes it like now it's kind of setting precedent. Because look, listen, Tennessee, they just passed a law that you don't have to have, uh, you don't have to have uh, uh, any ad- identification to, to have a weapon now. So... You can walk around this bitch and not have to show that you're registered to have it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all around your body. It used to be just your car in your house. Now it's like on your person. So that's just setting a precedent. So when, you know, something happens, like some drunk motherfucker, like, pulls a gun and he's legally able to have it, they can they can hit him with the minor offenses. It's not a big deal. It's trash, bro. It's going to take somebody getting shot and killed which is crazy to me that it has to take that. Like to me, that's a wake up call. Like she could not be here. And I already know how shit would be getting played out. If she got killed, which that would be sad as fuck. Why? Why does it take that? So yeah, man, I had the pleasure of going to, uh, to city council, hear her speaker, you know, give her, uh, just pretty much tell them what happened. Right. And she had about seven, eight different people. Not, I don't know. It was hap- so it was a big one. The council meetings are usually not that big. It was about an hour after they normally get out. It starts at six. And I was thinking it was going to be about an hour, but it was so many people that came to talk. And half of it was for Adrian, and half of it was for getting these fucking centers around the city opened up because it's about to be summertime, and these kids about to be on the streets. And I don't know if whoever's listening in Chattanooga knows that's usually when shootings pop up a lot. Getting niggas getting killed, kids getting killed, random people getting killed. We've had random people getting hit with these bullets. They saying that uh, one of the gentlemen came. He said last week he coming out of one of his businesses downtown at Coolest Park, and he see a man with three kids around him. He come up to the man. The man shot. He don't know what happened. Uh, that's what drove him to come talk to city council, man. Same, same, another, another, uh, lady, a lot of the workers came in. There's like three or four of the workers that work at the center on the, on, you know, in these, in these lesser, you know, poor hood areas. They coming out saying, listen, man, like it's going to be bad. We're seeing these kids white and black. It was a young white girl. Came. She worked at the center. So it wasn't just like, and that's why I be getting mad when people be like, well, nobody wants to talk about the black black shit. Yes, we do. We are talking about it. This is why we're talking. This is how we come to the city council. Y'all trying to talk, open up half the centers and only spend this amount of money. I'm looking at the fucking thing. Y'all spending $3 million, $2 million on bullshit. And y'all only want to spend $30,000 to open up the centers. 
Make sure the sentence is good. What? What are we talking about here? Look at this shit. These niggas is like they need that. Y'all don't see the value in that. Y'all don't see the value of giving something that kids can do instead of be out on the streets. Get them something to do. Boys and Girls Club saved a lot of niggas, bruh. It saved a lot of people. Why is that not getting invested in? So that was powerful to see. But not only that, it was powerful to see the people come together for Adrian. And when I was sitting there, I'm like, ain't no black man stepped up for her. Like, honestly, nobody was everybody else. Old white woman, older white man, young white man. Young white woman, young black woman, old black woman, right? So there was not a black man in general. And I was like, I can't sit here and not say something, especially I'm a son of a police officer. So I can tell you this was some bullshit. They, I didn't say that. You can cuss. So I was very respectful. Uh, but I just basically said, like, you know, I think it's, I think it's, it's offensive that y'all think we are that dumb. Where you post this man's picture in the comments, y'all policing through social media, man. That's ridiculous. You had his information. She gave it to you the day before. Why are you posting it up on Facebook? Trying to make it seem like y'all doing all y'all can. Y'all not, clearly. Y'all had the information. You can't find him. Y'all probably already went to his house. And then in the comments, they had the nerve to say, after they found the information was given to them from the people in the comments, they had the nerve to say, uh, we will make sure we go to his uh, house and, and speak with him about the incident. Speak with him? Oh, man, I remember I was stuck on that for three days after. Speak to him? This man pulled a gun. Arrest him. Then you can speak to him when you get him to the fucking precinct. You speaking to this man in the comfort of his house. I think he put a weapon on somebody. Who, who is he? Who is this guy? If that had been me, if that had been you, if that had been anybody else other than that old white man in the in Tennessee, who's from Georgia, by the way. He's not even in Tennessee and he's from Georgia, so legally this is some bullshit. But on top of that, you're going to go talk to this man and have a seat and have some coffee and talk about, hey, why did you pull this weapon on this black woman? What did she do to make you feel threatened, sir? Why did you feel the need to flash a gun to her, uh, her passenger uh, in the in the car? Did she make you feel threatened? Like, get the fuck out of here! Who gets that treatment? He should have been arrested. Y'all said y'all gonna speak to him. It's shit like that. It's like, bro, what are you talking about? We see some bullshit. There has been some bullshit with y'all, bro. Let's just be a hundred. Oh, boy, I had a homie go up there. He called him out for the rape shit. Hey, listen, he can do that. <laughs> I don't want none of that attention. I'm glad he did. I do it. I speak my piece here. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is where I speak my piece. Because now I can cuss. I told him up there, listen, I'm trying my best not to not to blow up pretty much in some because I have a bad mouth. And, you know, I can't. But this is really sad. It's sad. What if she got killed, bruh? Then what? Y'all would it be a totally fucking different scenario, but she will be dead. So whatever happened after that, there's nothing that comes back from that. We can save that from happening now. 
She's still here. She can speak her piece. We can say that kind of shit from happening. And now they're trying to dust it up and sweep it up. No, you are need to be held accountable for that. And that her her that video with her information stayed up for a week, right? It's been up for a week. She's been getting death threats. Man, like, come on, bro. We got to do better than that, man. I hope they really, like, listen to all those people. <laughs> like it was a it was a good amount of people that came and spoke up for her and I'm glad that they did. So hopefully there's a reaction to it. Uh but I, I just I you know, I wanted to I had this I had to get that off my chest and uh I know she listened to the podcast. I know other people that you know know who she is listen to the podcast. But also people that are in the city that don't know who she is, people outside the city that, you know, know I'm from here. Like this listen, man. I know y'all get this national look at it, you know what I'm saying, as far as, like, black people treatment, and it may not feel as connected. I'm telling you right now, this shit is happening everywhere. It happened locally. This is a, she's mixed, by the way. This is a local woman that creates business in this community. Not only that, she goes out in the community, gives out free skates, holds fucking, uh, she been holding fucking, um, events for some of the local politicians here get connected with the mayor and yet she's treated by the police like this and nobody's stepping up and willing to defend her it's crazy man that's some bullshit like why would she now if she get treated y'all stick up for her now if she move her business to atlanta and blow the fuck up that took away some good business here that was a y'all y'all talk about y'all you don't want to support local shit like come on man uh, anyways, um, I, I hope y'all having a good, good day, good rest of your week. I'm gonna hop off of here. Um, one thing I will say, man, um, if you listening and you in Chattanooga, at least try to go to a city council meeting once. Maybe I'm, I'm personally thinking about, I don't know if I can actually do this. My schedule is crazy already, but I really would like to at least hit these once a month because, it opened my eyes some a little bit, seeing what money's getting spent around, uh, you know, who's in position, who I feel is a fraud and who not. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, there's some new faces on the council locally here. Hopefully that brings some change, but it was good to be in there and kind of experience that. And uh, I would I would recommend people that care about um, the community to make sure y'all hit these, these kind of shits. Because like, that's where the change starts, man. That's where it starts. It ain't on the presidential level. It ain't on the fucking those levels. Like, y'all be all about voting for the president. Listen, man, that's way. He ain't doing nothing for the community or wherever you at. He not doing nothing for Chattanooga. He really not even doing nothing for Tennessee. That's the governor. They are making effects of Tennessee. Clearly, we saw that during coronavirus. Who had the real control of the states? So... Just understand who you who you who you who you behind in that aspect. Make sure y'all hitting these local shits. Um, make sure y'all pull up to the to the live May thirtieth. Um, doors open at six. It's gonna be a great one, man. I'm excited about this one. So uh, at the Woodshop, Saint Elmo, y'all know. Go to my link uh, in my bio um, on IG and make sure you get your tickets. I'll see y'all there. Holla. <laughs>